This message comes from NPR sponsor Viore, a new perspective on performance apparel. Clothing designed with premium fabrics, built to move in, styled for life. For 20% off your first purchase, go to viore.com slash NPR. Ah, the satisfying sounds of more sales in your business. And from the sound of it, your business is growing. But you shouldn't have to pay more to scale your business. With Stamps.com, you can import orders from wherever you sell online, find the lowest rates with the fastest delivery times, and instantly deliver tracking updates to your customers and stock up on supplies. Get started at Stamps.com today with code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale. Hi, everybody. It's Jonathan Colton from Ask Me Another. I'm going to pick up the computer phone here and call my friend Ophira Eisenberg. Hello, host Ophira Eisenberg of NPR's Ask Me Another speaking. <laughs> Hi, Ophira. How are you? I didn't know you were going with the full official uh, title now. That's nice. Well, it's just to weed out some colors. Some people hang up as soon as they hear that. <laughs> um, so, Jonathan, because I am spending so much time in my apartment, I mm-hmm. am going through my drawers. I am going through all my stuff and seeing yeah. what can be cleared out. Cleaning up. What I don't need anymore. And I found something that uh, I don't think I need anymore. (laughs) Oh, no. I bought a very pretty writing book that was all about goal making for the year. Yeah. No, my wife has about 500 of those. I I love them. You see them in the (laughs) store and you're like, this is the missing piece. That's why I'm not getting anything done. (laughs) I don't have one of these books. I don't have one of these books. Uh, And so I found mine and I wrote down in January... A bunch of goals for the year. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> what, what, uh, I'm curious, what uh, kind of goals did you have in January? Okay, okay here you go. Mm-hmm. I'm not particularly proud of it. I was going to try the Whole30, which is a very restrictive diet where mm-hmm. you basically remove sugar and caffeine and carbs and then... Everything good. So let's just say um, I am, um, I'm not really withholding anything right now. Yes. No, I'm with you. Right. And as a control freak that currently has no control, I mean, did I ever have control? Question mark. Again, another thing to shelf. Uh, (laughs) At least when I go, am I going to eat a bag of bagels? And then I go, yes, it's my choice. (laughs) Good for you. Taking charge. Thanks. uh, My other goal was to get an ab. One ab. I've just never had an ab. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta get them in pairs. If you just get an app on one side, that's, that's like true. That's you don't want true. that. You want a pair of apps. You got okay. two is the minimum apps. Um, guess what? This next goal, I did it. I achieved it. What is it? Spend more time with my son. <laughs> <laughs> Worked out. I did it. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. So yeah, I guess I don't need this book because honestly, I don't know what my next goal is. Yeah, we're all kind of going uh, sort of moment by moment. I mean, yeah. I have a short-term goal. Which short-term is that. goals? This is smart. My short-term goal is that over the next 30 seconds to one minute, I intend to play the theme song for NPR's Ask Me Another. <laughs> Achievable. Let's check something off. From NPR and WNYC, coming to you from our respective homes in beautiful Brooklyn, New York, it's NPR's hour of puzzles, word games, and gold journals. Ask me another. I'm Jonathan Colton. Now here's your host, Ophira Eisenberg. 
Thank you, Jonathan. What a show we have for you. We are going to sing some songs about vegetarian meat substitutes with the stars of Star Trek's new animated comedy, Lower Decks, Tawny Newsom, and Jack Quaid. And we're going to quiz comedian John Early about his love of the Brady Bunch. But up first, here from Saturday Night Live and Nailed It, the hosts of the podcast Best Friends, Sashir Zameda and Nicole Byer. So let's play some games. We have Nicole Byer and Sashir Zameda. Hello. Hello, hello. hello. Uh, so, you know, I was looking a little bit at your social media presences and noticed that you've taken up roller skating. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. We're in a skate gang. <laughs> Inline skating or traditional uh, roller skates? Uh, roller skates. You guys were in a class? Nicole or did what was hire... That? An instructor. <laughs> yeah, my friend Danielle came to teach us and very quickly was like, they're children. They will not listen. <laughs> yeah, it was really like we couldn't be corralled. We were just like skating in different directions. Like, now I'll do this over here. And she's like, okay, I'll help you with this one thing you're working on. And I'll help you with this other thing you're working on. <laughs> right. Everybody wanted to do a trick immediately mm-hmm. kind yes. of thing. Like no yeah. one wanted to learn the basics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, so are you are you doing those tricks? Are you doing spinning around and stuff like that? Because I do think that looks pretty cool when people do Yeah, that. I can do a shoot the duck, which is mm-hmm. where you yeah. crouch down and one leg is extended and you like oh, hold yeah. your leg up with your arm. That's advanced. I can go forward for about Three seconds. Yes. So, you know, uh, we're all at different levels. Yeah. We're, we joke that we're, like, all at different levels of, like, standing still. <laughs> we're not, like, a true blue skate gang. But we are having a performance in October. <laughs> and we are having jackets made. Of course you are. Well, you can't be a team if you don't have matching no. jackets. Exactly. I mean, yeah. I would have I would have ordered the jackets before the skates. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a team? Do you have a team name that is going to be embroidered on the back of these jackets? Skate gang. Skate gang. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's right. Maybe we should add one more word to differentiate from other skate gangs. No, no. I'm pretty sure skate no. gang is not taken. Yeah. So like, just go with think, it. I don't think there's any like actual people running around screaming skate gang as they roller skate. I think this is it. Yeah. yeah. You know, Probably. And you're not trying to state anything complicated. Right. You're just saying skate gang. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's true. So you both met at UCB New York, right? That is we correct. We did, yeah. In, uh, in, in 1942. <laughs> oh, yes. I always get it wrong. It was 1911. <laughs> and then started your own group together with another woman. Yeah, yes. Doppelganger the, with Keisha Zoller. Yeah, and why why the name doppelganger? <laughs> well, because <laughs> when we started, there weren't too many black women at UCB, and people would legit confuse us for each other, which seems wild because we don't look alike. We have different comedic sensibilities, personality sensibilities. Um, but yeah, we would we and we wanted to make fun of that and, and laugh at it and kind of right. Like, I guess reclaim it. So we we called ourselves Doppelganger. Uh, yeah, and then Sashir, so you have a movie about to come out. What a great time it is to have a movie about yeah. to come out. I mean, it's coming out ASAP called Spree. Yeah, yeah, I'm so excited about it. That's cool. Very cool. And uh, speaking of very cool, Nicole, congratulations on being nominated for an Emmy for Woo-hoo! your work on yeah. Nailed It. Thank yeah. you. 
that's so great. Tell me about how you found out or how that works. So like I, I made a post of all the dumbest stuff I did on the show, like rolling off the table or whatever. And I was like, give me an Emmy. That's <laughs> literally all I wrote. And then the day of nominations, I was just in bed and had woken up to like a bunch of text messages that were like, you were nominated for best host. And I was like, what? <laughs> and then I woke up my roommate, John, and the nice man who lives with us. And I had to watch Lord of the Rings for a podcast I was recording later that day. And I was like, would anyone like to watch Lord of the Rings with an Emmy nominee? <laughs> <laughs> All right. We have some great games. You want to play some game? Yes. I'm ready to destroy you. <laughs> wow. There we go. There's wow. the friendship. There's the friendship. Uh, this is an audio quiz called Muppet Laughs. We're going to play you a clip of a Sesame Street or Muppet oh, character laughing. And you just have to tell us which one is the character. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And so we'll go. Oh, Sashir, we're going to start with you. Here's your first one. Okay. Okay. That's Count Dracula. Oh, that was easy. Count Dracula? Do you want to no, do wait. a little? Count. Yeah. What is his the, last is it name? The, is it the Count? The Count will do. Yeah, the Count will do. Okay. He's Count Von Count, as it turns oh. out. Oh. Yeah, of the Von Count that. family. Didn't know that. Uh, but it turns out there's lots of counting counts in folklore. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Yeah, he's just he's just the well-known one. But supposedly, you can distract a vampire by throwing grains or seeds, and the vampire will stop and count every single grain. They get transfixed on that. Whoa. I, w- I, would, not, uh, okay. I would not recommend that if you were approached <laughs> yeah. by that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nicole, who is this diva? <laughs> Miss Piggy. <laughs> yeah, that was easy. You had that right yeah. away. By the way, there was strangely, this came across the NPR news desks today that there was an interview with Kermit, and he said that Miss Piggy and, and himself, Kermit, are no longer together. Mm-hmm. I remember hearing that. It's devastating. Yeah, yeah it's rude. <laughs> also, I remember when they had that reboot show, like in the last few years, uh, he was dating a younger, hotter pig, and everyone's like, Whoa. "We hate this." Yeah. yeah. Yep. Honestly, and then- what a funny sentence. He was dating a younger, hotter pig. <laughs> All right, so Sheer, these guys are named after two hotels in New York City. <laughs> Statler and Waldorf? Is yeah. It? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Statler wow. and Waldorf. Yeah. I was like, Hilton and Radisson? Econo Lodge and Red Roof? Nicole, this character's laugh has sold millions of toys. <laughs> Elmo. Yeah, yeah. Correct. My grandpa's name is Elmo. And he never liked it when I tried to tickle him. <laughs> <laughs> but what, how crazy would it be if that's that was his laugh? He was like, <laughs> it would be amazing. Yeah. Grandpa Elmo, don't laugh like that. Honestly, it would make our relationship better if that's how he laughed. <laughs> and be like, so you are whimsical and fun. <laughs> so sheer numerous celebrities have told this character to put down the ducky. If he wants to play the saxophone. Is it Ernie? Yeah, that's Ernie's little laugh. Whoa. I only got it because of the ducky. I 
don't think I would have known that that's how he laughed. Right, because he had that... Yeah, right. little Because he's sneaky. Because right. he's always, cause yeah. he's always yeah. doing something mean to somebody else and then laughing about it. Yeah. He's, yeah, like mischievous. Nicole. <laughs> like Nicole. <laughs> I'm Bert, yeah. you're earning. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. All right, Nicole, this Muppet is the greatest stand-up comic of his generation. Uh, is that Kermit? It is not Kermit. <laughs> Gonzo. No, he's a uh, he's a mammal. Big Bird. No, Big Bird's a bird. Uh, Smokey the Bear. <laughs> I love I Smokey know. the Bear's tight five on forest fires. Can I steal her points? <laughs> is it Fonzie the Bear? Fozzie. 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 That's Fuzzy. right. Fonzie yeah. the Bear. Fonzie hey. the Bear. <laughs> That was a great first game. Wonderful, wonderful. Sashir did so much better than me. In your face. That just means you paid more attention to your childhood, (laughs) and I was busy living my childhood. Wow. Wow. After the break, Jonathan and I are going to eat some junk food. That's right. Nicole and Sashir will try to guess what we're eating. Is this a game? Or is this a very thinly disguised excuse to eat candy? It's both. I'm Ophira Eisenberg, and this is Ask Me Another from NPR. This message comes from Capital One, presenting sponsor of the 2024 Tiny Desk Contest. Earlier this year, unsigned musicians from around the country submitted their original songs for the 10th annual Tiny Desk Contest. The panel of judges are hard at work picking standout entries, and you can follow along and choose your favorite videos as well. The winner gets to play their very own Tiny Desk concert, then headline a tour with NPR Music this summer. Want to come along for the ride? Visit tinydeskcontest.npr.org to learn more, then check out the Venture X card from presenting sponsor Capital One. Earn unlimited 2x miles on everything you buy and turn everyday purchases into extraordinary trips. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. This message comes from NPR sponsor Mint Mobile. From the gas pump to the grocery store, inflation is everywhere. So Mint Mobile is offering premium wireless starting at just $15 a month. To get your new phone plan for just $15, go to MintMobile.com switch. This is Ask Me Another, NPR's Hour of Puzzles, Word Games, and Putting on Sunscreen to Sit in Front of the Window. I'm Jonathan Colton. Here's your host, Ophira Eisenberg. Thanks, Jonathan. We're playing games with comedians Nicole Byer and Sashir Zameda. Okay, are you ready for another one? Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. I'm very excited about this. Okay, Sashir, you co-created an improv comedy group called Amuse Bouche. Mm-hmm. Amuse Bouche. Like a little taste before yeah, dinner, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, very fancy food word. Uh, Nicole, you obviously host the baking competition show Nailed It, where you judge bad cakes. Mm-hmm. So we have combined these concepts in your next game. Jonathan and I are going to turn off our cameras. We will both eat the same item of junk food, <laughs> and you have to guess what we're eating. <laughs> and you'll be competing in this one, so we'll go back and forth, starting okay. with Nicole. Okay, so I'm going to turn off my video and take the first one. Okay, me too. Okay, perfect. This is this is one of my favorites, Afira. Oh yeah, I know. You talk about this all uh-huh. the time. Mm-hmm. 
This is a brand that has mastered the technology of flavor powders. Doritos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Doritos. That's right. Doritos. <laughs> and I will Damn. say that... <laughs> I will say with this particular flavor... Cool Ranch. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect wow. on a summer's day. <laughs> wow. I'm impressed. I'm not fat by accident. I put in the work. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a good chip. Ugh, I'm jealous that you're eating Doritos. I love Doritos. Yeah, I miss Doritos 3D because you. I would. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, those little like pillow pillow shaped ones. And put them ones. on my fingers. Yeah. <laughs> And I had nails, oh, and they'd oh be like, <laughs> I eat my nails. <laughs> Should we go to the next one? This is for Sashir. I'm ready. Okay. I've never actually tried one of these before. Yeah. So, oh. mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Chewy. I, I Very can't, chewy. I can't help comparing it to its arch nemesis, which I grew up with. It's red. It actually has more of a more of a cherry flavor mm. yeah. than I'm used to with the, with the opposing... Uh, product so i think it's got a strawberry taste to it well, if i guess I had it's strawberry to. yeah yeah you're right so how it differs i think to the one that most i think it's like an east coast thing but maybe it's just a countrywide dispute which one's better is that i would say it's chewier i would say it's sweeter i would actually say uh this in its favor it's got a more artificial taste to it i would say <laughs> i like that Red red vines? Yeah, vines. red vines, yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> Do you have an opinion on which one you like better? Twizzlers, Twizzlers. Or, or red vines? I don't even know if I've had red vines. They're disgusting. I, <laughs> <laughs> disgusting. I could not I could not find red vines. I think they are a West Coast thing. So they I are. had to get them from oh. People on the West Coast are like, red vines are so good. And I'm like, that's because you have no taste buds. Damn. Yeah. Whoa. Wow. But I like yeah. that you could like, <laughs> you could drink a soda through them like a straw. You don't need that. You, you <laughs> have a straw. <laughs> Straws exist. <laughs> All right. Should All right. we do the next one? Yeah, we'll try this next one. Okay, okay. here we go. This is for Nicole. Mm. Okay. Excuse me. I love the texture. Mm-hmm. It's really crunchy on mm-hmm. the um, top and bottom. Top and bottom. And it's, it's, it's um, very sweet in the middle. I kind of want more in the middle. Oreos. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That is correct. Oh, that is yeah. Correct. In your face, Ashir. <laughs> I got to okay. say, say that's a good cookie. I always forget how good an Oreo is. It's not They're very good. Yeah. We've, do we have one more? Do we Last try one, one, yeah. Okay. This is for Sashir. Individually okay. wrapped here. Yeah, I got to get this out of its thing. All right. You know, it's uh, already, I'm just going to say, I don't like the presentation of having to rip this thing off. Sort of square. Ah, very chewy. Wow. It's a is nice it soft. Zero? It's a nice soft chew, though. It's a, it it's is a very soft. pleasant. It's a fruity very, flavor. Oh, fruity flavor. I mean, it's like eating, like, if, it's like eating melted plastic but <laughs> what color what color are you having right now pink you're having a pink because yeah. i have oh is it laffy taffy i'm also having a pink but i also have here there's orange <laughs> yellow uh, and a and a dark red <laughs> is it a gum is it i love how many nicole is doing <laughs> full on charade. nicole totally knows it 
Starburst? Yeah. Well, now it makes sense. Yeah, they're individually wrapped. It's fruity. It's just, it literally is a square. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. But you didn't say that they're stacked on top of each other, <laughs> and people only like the pink ones. Yeah, oh. you should have said true. yellow was trash. Said, yeah, the yellow one is trash. Okay. That is true. The yellow one's terrible. All right. Well, that was great. I think we know how that went. I know okay. Muppets, and Nicole knows food. Hell yeah, dude. I know food. Would you like to play your final moment of gameness? Yeah. Yes. Okay, finally, you are going to work together in this next game. Yay! It's called The Mostest. We're going to ask you some questions that we very much do not expect you to know the answer to, but we just want to see if you could talk it out and come up with your best guess. So your first one is, at a top speed of 0.92 feet per second, or a little bit more than half a mile per hour, Birdie, Birdie from the United Kingdom, Holds the Guinness record for the world's fastest what? I think it's snails this year. A tortoise? That is correct. Oh, yay. Oh, yeah. yeah, Not a snail. A tortoise. Snail's really small. I feel like it would just cover less ground. I don't know about animals. (laughs) And she really doesn't. Like, really, really does not. We are ha- we're in the, we've what been in the mean? midst of like weeks long talks about ducks and geese and the difference she thinks first of all she thinks she thinks the bird umbrella is duck so everything is some sort of duck like a goose is a land duck a flamingo is a tall water duck a swan is like a long neck long water neck, duck fancy water duck fancy water duck yeah. And so, so you, you're slowly learning that uh, these are all different, or do I you mean, refuse? Not really. Refuse. I just sent her a DM today where I was like, "Is this a duck?" And she was like, "Yes." <laughs> oh yeah, you're like, "Is this a duck?" I said, "Yes," and you're like, "Then what's a goose?" <laughs> I thought it was a goose. I, I, I'm this. I am starting to warm to this uh, method of classification of birds. I'm kind of digging I it. I get it. No, but ducks maybe can't fly and geese can? No, they all can oh, fly. A duck can fly? Yes! I, I didn't know that and I learned that today. This is amazing. What is a goose? Is <laughs> who didn't teach you birds? Yeah, who left you out of the bird the combo? The Middletown Township Public School System didn't teach me about ducks. Oh, man. Oh, so, oh, someone... Uh, our producer had just put this in the chat. Most birds in the Anatidae biological family are classified as ducks. The d- <laughs> Wait, what? Hold on a second. <laughs> so they are ducks. Wait a minute. You're telling me a what swan is, is a duck? Wild. This They're is all- weeks long. I cannot believe I'm right. <laughs> oh, our producer is chiming in again and says that Ducks, geese, and swans are all different, but they all belong to the same family. Wow. So in a way, you're both kind of right. <laughs> yeah, they're basically ducks. I will also say, if you start typing in the Google bar and you say, is a goose a, the first thing that comes up is duck. Duck. A lot of people have this question. <laughs> Damn. I'm sorry, Nicole. Thank you. This, <laughs> you were right the whole time. This is the most validating thing in the history of my existence. Because people have been bullying me. They've been bullying me about ducks. 
And we solved it. We have no more questions. There's no need for any more quiz of anything because really, this all out. comes They're down all to ducks. this <laughs> moment. You know what? Let's uh, let's have you both on again when we can get to the bottom of maybe maybe we can deal with buffalo and bison next. I don't know. Oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh, so great. Thank you so much, Nicole Byer. Thank you so much, Sashir Zamita. Such a pleasure. Yes, thank you for thank having you. us. So fun. Nicole hosts Nailed It on Netflix, and Sashir's new film, Spree, is available on demand August 14th. And together, they host the podcast, Best Friends. Our next two guests are the stars of a new Star Trek series. This one's an animated comedy about the starship crew members you don't usually get to see. It's called Star Trek Lower Decks and is now out on CBS All Access. Tony Newsom, Jack Quaid, welcome to Ask Me Another. Hello. Hi. Hello. Jack, where are you? It looks like there's a curtain behind you or something, a quilt. Yeah, I'm in a closet full of uh, props from old sketch comedy shows. Uh, so it wasn't really being used for anything uh, significant. Is there like a rubber chicken and a... There uh, is a... Uh, this is supposed to be... I, I know no one can uh, see this. Uh, describe it, maybe. you got to tell us what it is. This is a coat uh, filled with cats. That was yes! the whole bit. Uh, you don't need any more than that. You don't need any more than that. There's literally a stuffed cat head coming out of a sleeve. Like, it could not be more literal. (laughs) But, you know, it's a great sound buffer, so we're we're, we're making it work. Good enough. I'm just wondering in that closet if there is a big... box of whisks i feel like every time it's like give me an oh. object it's either a spatula or a whisk you're, oh interesting you've, no you've been in some very tame improv audiences oh, okay because in my years and years of um the, the second city giving me a career but also stealing my youth um <laughs> the, the number one suggestion is gynecologist oh like, yeah right yeah, yeah, as yeah, though yeah, it's yeah. 1994 tani just because i know you've been doing obviously you've been doing this for years sure. uh like when you get gynecologist, do uh-huh. you do you roll? I with say it? no thanks. I've been this year. Another Good. suggestion, please. There we go. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Perfect. But my number one favorite heckle that has ever happened to me on stage at the Second City in Chicago, I step out on stage. My first line of the entire two act sketch comedy review is "Hi, my name is," and I say this made up name, and I'm supposed to launch into a character. And I walked out there and I said, "Hi, my name is Liz," and this drunk woman in the back just goes. Liar. (laughs) (laughs) And I had to stop and be like, I mean, in a way, you're right. We're all just up here lying, but like, Wait. I don't know, eat your chicken fingers, girl. Like, if back, I want that woman to go to a play so bad. Just like yeah. be watching like be watching, I don't know, just like a Shakespeare play or something like it's like tis I, Hamlet. Liar. 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 Just has no girl, suspension of disbelief at all. So yeah, so you get to be part of this great 
comedy of Star Trek. It's about the uh, support crew. But are, are you a Star Trek fan? Did you uh, watch Star Trek? Well, I did grow up watching kind of the 90s trifecta, mm-hmm. you know, the next generation. Deep Space Nine is my number one favorite. Um, my mom is a huge Trekkie, so she got really into Enterprise. And I went back and watched Enterprise and like, Ooh, that's a wild one, but you know, I love it. <laughs> yeah, when I was a kid, it was one of the most inclusive things on television. You know, from a diversity standpoint, like women captains, just mm-hmm. like yeah, it, it it included me before I even knew that that was important. So I think that that's what they're continuing now, and I'm so I, I'm just so glad there's so much different types of Trek. Yeah. All right, are you guys ready to play a game? A couple yes. games. Yeah. Many comic book characters get their personas from creatures like Batman, Spider-Man, so on. So Jonathan and I will describe the origin story for a new superhero or supervillain that we've invented with the scientifically accurate powers of a not-so-glamorous critter. And your job is to name the pest we're talking about. Okay. Okay. All right. All right, Jack, here's one for you. Elizabeth was a mild-mannered phlebotomist who tripped over a free sidewalk mattress that came with a horrible price. Now she prowls the night as Betty Bloodsucker. When the sun goes down, she'll leave itchy bites all over your skin. Ooh, she is the bedbug lady? (laughs) Bedbug, that's what we were looking for. That's correct. Yeah, bedbug lady is not a good superhero. Bedbug lady is not, it's not the strongest uh, I've ever heard, no. I do like Bedbug Lady, because let me tell you, Bedbug Man is sort of like, ugh, but Bedbug Lady, you're like, I can see that Bedbug with a cocktail. I don't know. There's something about it that's like, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she sounds sophisticated. It's, it's definitely, it's more it could be like a Neil Diamond song, like Bedbug Lady. <laughs> Tawny, after a nuclear experiment gone wrong, Sam Gregor emerged from the lab with the power of invulnerability. He regenerates lost limbs, holds his breath up to 40 minutes, survives decapitation, and attacks restaurant kitchens. Meet Palmetto. This is, um, this is a cockroach. Yeah, it's a cockroach. Yeah. Well okay. done. Uh, I just learned that cockroaches can regrow limbs. Is that true? Y- yeah. yeah. Oh, man. no. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry no. to tell you. Your plan it's of slowly so killing them by taking their legs is not going to work. you got to oh, come up with no. a new... Oh, no. I've taken so many legs. <laughs> yeah, no. you got to... What a waste of, of time. No. This is why I don't kill anything in my house. I put everything outside because I don't know if I'm actually going to kill it or if mm. it's going to kind of like come back to life yeah. or something. <laughs> I, I put right a if you're just over... giving it an evolutionary challenge. <laughs> right. It's going to come back stronger and learn how to regrow. Those things can learn from me trying to kill them. No, I put a glass over everything. I slide a piece of mail underneath it, and I take it outside, and I say, I'm so sorry you've gone on a long trip, and yeah. you don't have a bus ticket back maybe, but this yeah. is where you live now. Yeah. You don't That's have to right, go home, nice. but you can't stay here. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. yeah. All right, Jack, this one is for you. Mm-hmm. By day, he's a bespectacled researcher working for the Metropolis Times. By night, he's freeloading in your kitchen, flying by your sink, and drowning in your cup of red wine. Some call this bright red-eyed hero the ex-boyfriend, but you know his real identity. I'm just going to say Superfly. (laughs) Or Super Fruitfly? What is he? Fruitfly is exactly what we were looking for. The kitchen, yeah. I always go, ah, Fruitflies, who cares, because supposedly they only live 24 hours. Right, mm. that's what you're always told. Yeah. Uh, turns out they can live 40 days. Whoa. Whoa. 
So you're telling me somewhere there's like an old fruit fly. <laughs> there's a real old. There's Tell like a fruit, the fruit fly, fly that's seen some seen some stuff. He's seen some stuff. That's yep. right. He's over He's it. Dragging He's on like, a little yeah. cigarette. So like, I just want to settle down and in, into a nice pear. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tony, this is for you. Woo! After gaining superpowers in a juggling mishap, Monique Monroe fights crime with her dozens of legs. Some of these limbs allow her to move with incredible speed, while others generate their own venom. Look out for One Woman Army. Same bug time, same bug channel. Ooh. Okay, I was going to go with, like, centipede, but... That, yeah. Go with that. Oh, phew. Go with okay. that. Yeah. I'm yes. going with centipede. I didn't know they had venom. Now I'm scared of centipedes. Oh, my goodness. So <laughs> I used to love centipedes, and now I can't. I hate this so much. Bugs are terrible. What's next? What's next? You're like, you know that beautiful butterfly? Each one of them carries a knife. Like, what? <laughs> You're just terrifying me about bugs that I previously was just neutral about. Uh, hey, great game. I think you both won. All right. Great game. Oh, cool. Yeah. Phew. Yeah. We're all winners. Coming up, Tawny and Jack will help us balance out all the junk food we just ate a few minutes ago by playing a game about vegetarian meat substitutes. Plus, I just got to set an alarm because I don't want to be late for my chat with comedian John Early. <laughs> I'm Ophira Eisenberg, and this is Ask Me Another from NPR. Support for NPR and the following message come from Betterment, the automated investing and savings app. CEO Sarah Levy explains how Betterment's technology helps investors better understand and save on taxes. So taxes are a real cost of investing, as are fees. Understanding your after-tax, after-fee returns is really what's important for investors. An example would be when you buy and sell Uh, securities frequently, you can pay a lot of taxes because short-term capital gains, meaning I bought it and I sold it fairly quickly, have higher taxes than long-term capital gains. Our technology in particular will tell you what the tax implication of a particular move you'd like to make is going to be before you make that move so that you're making it with full transparency. Learn more at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, performance not guaranteed. This is NPR's Ask Me Another. I'm Jonathan Colton. Here's your host, Ophira Eisenberg. Thanks, Jonathan. We're playing games with the stars of the new Star Trek animated comedy Lower Decks, Tawny Newsom, and Jack Wade. Okay, are you ready for another challenge? Let's do it. Yeah. So yeah, our next game is dedicated um, to our vegetarian listeners. Jonathan Colton will sing you the clues in this music parody game called Meatless Loaf. So we have replaced (laughs) the lyrics of Meatloaf's greatest hits... With lyrics mm. about popular vegetarian meat substitutes. Yes. So to earn a point, just tell us the meat substitute that I'm singing about, or the song that I'm parodying, or just name any meat is also fine. All right. Okay, great. Okay. Uh, so we are going back and forth, starting with Jack. Okay. Cremini, porcini, portobello, off is somehow very meaty, so don't be 
sad Cause dried chanterelles ain't bad Mushrooms Mushrooms is correct okay. That is absolutely yeah. right Sweet mm-hmm. and do, do you know the song? Uh, I actually Oh man it's one of those things where I never really know a song until I hear the chorus of it. Maybe that was the chorus, but Tani helped me out with this. <laughs> it was, but it had, what? it had words about mushrooms. So oh, okay. What, what if I, I don't remember the fake words, but what if I was just like, There you go, Two out of three ain't bad? That's right. Yeah, that's right. You got it. Yeah. Tawny, I like that hint method of just singing the vowels of the yeah. thing. Yeah. Tried to, yeah. <laughs> and then just saying the last word in full. Just, man, yeah. ain't bad. I heard, I heard ain't bad crystal clear. <laughs> We're all just helping each other out here. That's yeah, all. that's fun. All right, Tawny, this one's for you. Okay. Well, you put the sore out into my mouth. Oh, I like it fried with seeds of sesame. So please put that sore right into my mouth Soft or silken, extra firm, so wide and cuby <laughs> That's got to be tofu, and that's got to be you took the words right out of my oh, mouth, my man. Yeah, wow. that's right. You got them both. Wow. Well done. <laughs> All right, Jack, this is for you. Oh, man. And I would eat beyond meat for lunch Eat bokeh between the buns for lunch. I'd grill a dark Prager's up for lunch. But I won't eat Pat. Cause my cow is named Pat. Aww. Aww. Yeah, Aww. Pa- Patricia, right? Pat for short, but Patricia. Yeah, it's short for Patricia. Yeah. Oh, that's adorable. Mm. Uh, okay, it's... Um, the song is I Would Do Anything for Love, But I Won't Do That. Sorry, mm-hmm. parentheses, but I won't do that. And parentheses. <laughs> nice. Um, right. Thank you for punctuating. All right. I'm going to say Veggie Burgers. Yes, Veggie Burgers is correct. That's right. I like that Doc Prager got a mention in there. Mm. Doc Prager getting props. Yep. A little it's shout a out burger. to Doc Prager. People sure. sleep, on, sleep on the DP. <laughs> <laughs> I like a field burger if you don't know that one. Oh, those are good. Uh, Jack, did something just fall from the ceiling yes, onto did. your head? I have uh, um, <laughs> please tell I me have it's little a uh, from a foam show. pads in here, and sometimes oh, no. uh, I didn't really hang them properly. <laughs> uh, it's okay; they just kind of lightly fall. <laughs> so, uh, the best. All right, Tony, this one's for you. Okay. Beige legume from long ago, making my falafel dough in my hummus on my gyro. China masala, love you so. Okay, wait. So it's like a garbanzo falafel. It is right? very Chickpea. much like a garbanzo because oh, yeah. it is a garbanzo bean. Okay, I'm struggling with the oh, song oh, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess I don't know that many meatloaf songs. Well, which that's... I guess I'm not surprised at. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll, I'll just t- I'll tell you what the song is. The song is called Hot Patootie, Bless My Soul. <sighs> Oh, how about sure. Bless my soul. Yeah, that's right. Sure. Rock, and rock and roll. That's familiar. Yeah, he loves yeah. rock and roll. Can we do Can we do this game with Stevie Wonder songs? Because <laughs> oh, I would yeah. absolutely dominate. I, I would we... wipe the floor with everyone. Uh, Jonathan, shoot, they can give us three minutes and we'll just come back with us. <laughs> yeah, give me a few minutes and let me just retool this game. <laughs> we'll wait. <laughs> we'll wait. <laughs> we took Stevie Wonder songs about meat. <laughs> 
It's the, everyone's like, what's the connection? It's in the same, it's in the same it order of like meats as well. It's like we just yeah. get them right every time. It's just, yeah. uh, you both did great once again. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Tawny Newsom. Thank you so much, Jack Quaid. What a pleasure. Thank you for Thank having you. us. The best. Tawny and Jack star in the animated series Star Trek Lower Deck, streaming now on CBS All Access. Hey, it's time to welcome our special guest. He stars in the HBO Max series Search Party. It's John Early. Hello. Hello, co-stars. Co-stars. Okay. I, above all people, John, understand the necessity of saying co-stars when you're not the star. I get it. You and me. I'm hearing from my attorneys. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Someone gave you a talking to in a post (laughs) of an interview recently. Yeah, so Search Party is a dark comedy series about a group of friends who are in search of another friend who is lost. You're in your third season. You play Elliot, who is... A self-diagnosed narcissist Mm -hmm. and has a tendency to lie. Yes. (laughs) Now, I read that one of the show's creators, Michael Showalter, when he was writing the show and thinking about who could play such a role, you immediately came to mind. (laughs) Which you don't want to hear. Well, I I don't know. Do you want to hear that? that? (laughs) Normally, that would be a great thing to hear in showbiz, but it was, yeah, hard not to take personally. (laughs) <laughs> no, seriously, but you're, you know, I think that and I go, right, you don't want to hear that. But at the same time, you know, the characters that most people know and love you for are these characters who are narcissistic yeah. and they don't care about approval and they're not out there to be nice. Yeah, uh, T- totally. It's still very cathartic for me to play characters who don't try to be so nice all the time. It's yeah. like, it's like true. I mean... I have noticed recently, I'm like, I have crow's feet from fake laughing, like, for years. <laughs> and, like, Elliot is such a good chance for me to actually just drop the muscles of the face yeah. and not care. So it's it's actually, it's good for, for many reasons. For anti-aging, it's good for me to play It's, it's good just to, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. You were raised uh, in Nashville, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And your parents are Presbyterian ministers. They are. Was there sort of a moment at home where they would go through their sermons with you <laughs> workshop them with me yeah. no I, they never they were so professional and so like <laughs> i don't know i think also at the time i don't want to you know out them but i think at the time i was like old enough to start understanding what they were doing they were like digging into the archives <laughs> they were recycling older <laughs> sermons <laughs> So Old I, anecdotes, like touch points. Great. Yeah. Well, you so do it. You they, do it every Sunday. You run out of material. You get yeah. It. Exactly. I think they didn't. They didn't need my um my workshop breaks. Did Did your life make it into you know the personal anecdote part of a sermon? You know, I don't remember. Like you know, they stopped kind of. Um, they stopped doing it full time when when I was a like pretty young. Yeah. But. You know, I actually think my both my parents would find that corny. Really? The kind of like the kind of little yeah, yeah the yeah. kind of like humanizing anecdote. Yeah, yeah. They're both very like, you know, they're sweet angel, some you know, sometimes sentimental Southern people. But like when it comes to preaching, they, they resist like cheese ball tricks. 
Okay. Like it, which right. I always admired. I was like, it's so cool. Cause, cause I had seen like, you know, I had been to plenty of like church camps and stuff where I had seen like absolute opposite of that. Like the horrifying, like youth pastor who's like working up tears and like, you know, and so it was like, I always like respected my parents for being kind of like cool and like removed and like almost because they met at divinity school wow. at, at Vanderbilt. So they were like, yeah. and then my mom worked there for years. So, you know, I think they had a real kind of respect for it, for the art of the sermon. Um, so you wrote and started an episode of Netflix's The Characters where you play a stand-up comedian character, Vicky. Yes. Yeah. So and so, how would you describe Vicky's act? She is extremely good. <laughs> She's like kind of extremely confident and like sexy on stage and she's beloved and she has a catchphrase about her denim it makes absolutely no sense the contract with audiences when i do the character is that they know the catchphrase i was told that you were asked to officiate amy schumer's wedding as vicky (laughs) it's true did you have any moment where you're like i am not going to say i I have to Decline. I had a few seconds where I just was like, I'm too scared. Like, I know there are going to be really famous people there. And I just, I just was terrified. But she asked me like maybe a less than a week before. And then, yeah, I, I didn't sleep that night. I was like, just so scared of like who I would see in the crowd. I was like, they'll hate me. Like I knew Larry David was on the guest list and I was like, well, he's going to hate this. <laughs> yeah, I... I love that when, as a performer, you go through every single audience member before the show in your mind and specifically indicate how they'll hate you. Exactly. That's healthy. It's good good to be prepared. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And, I mean, from your perspective, yeah, how did it go? He liked it. He honestly was one of the first... he, He was, like, at the end. He was standing in the back, so, like... Right when I walked off, he was right there. And um, he, like, patted me on the back and said he loved it. <laughs> that it was, felt pretty good, right? It felt amazing. And I can't believe I walked right into that. I, you didn't even ask me. I was like, I pounced at the opportunity to tell you that he liked it. <laughs> yeah. So I also read that you have a deep, deep, deep love of the Brady Bunch. Oh, my God. Yes, I do. Which is why this Zoom is triggering the... Um, Oh squares. My yes. <laughs> yeah. You would, as a kid, you would cast your friends and kind of reenact it. Yeah, I, I used to. Um, I would cast. I would always cast myself as Jan. <laughs> Why? Why sure. Jan? She just was. I just identified with her. I mean, I'm not an only. I'm not a middle child. Um, but I am. I'm spiritually a middle child. <laughs> <laughs> Were the other kids familiar enough with Brady Bunch to be able to back you up in this way? Or did you just tell them what to do? I told them what to do. Yeah. yeah. All right. You know, and they loved it. They loved an opportunity <laughs> to be on the stage, even if they didn't, they weren't familiar with the source material. But um, it was good. Okay. So uh, we love that you love the Brady Bunch. And of course, the most iconic image, as you were saying, that's why Zoom with these squares is sort of, you know, rattles the brain, is the end credits where the cast members, of course, their faces all appear on the screen in a three by three grid. Uh, Coincidentally, Floris Henderson, who played Carol Brady, often appeared as a celebrity guest on the game show Hollywood Squares. So we, we have actually combined these two grids in a game we're calling Brady Bunch Squares. Amazing. So here's how it's going to go. You're going to choose a character 
mm-hmm. from the opening credits of the Brady Bunch. We're going to read you a statement mm-hmm. about that character. If you think the statement is true, you're going to say agree. If you think it's not true, you're going to say disagree. And you need to get three correct answers to win the game. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, well, do I choose? Oh, yeah. Choose whoever I, I have to you start want. with Jan. So, Jan, Eve Plum, who played middle daughter Jan, declined to appear in the spinoff The Brady Bunch Variety Hour. I know this. She <laughs> was replaced by actor Jerry Rochelle, who is commonly referred to as fake Jan. Agree or disagree? Agree. Yes, that is correct. You're absolutely right. <laughs> and uh, Eve Plum said she declined because she didn't want to get locked into a five-year contract. I have to say, I, I was, it was much like when I saw Destiny's Child perform on MTV Spring Break after Farah and... Um, <laughs> oh, no, not after Farah. After Latoya and Latavia were kicked out. Mm-hmm. And, I, and there were just two new girls, random girls. There had been no press release. <laughs> They were and they were lip syncing to the old girls' voices, and I was like, I was like freaking out. I was like, what is going on? And that's I had the same experience with the variety show. Obviously, not in real time. I wasn't alive, but I remember seeing the variety show on TV Land and be like, so no one's gonna acknowledge that there's just a different actress. The only yeah. non-original. Just hope that just hope that nobody notices. Yeah. I guess that that was their plan. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Alice. N. B. Davis. Played mm-hmm. the housekeeper, Alice, and her contract stated that a toilet would never be used in the Brady's house bathroom. Her reasoning was that if a toilet was on the show, Alice would eventually have to be shown cleaning it. Agree or disagree? This feels almost so specific that it's not true. So you're going to go with disagree? I'm going to go with disagree. You are correct. Oh, my God. You are correct. However, it is true that there was not a toilet in the Brady's bathroom, but that was because at the time, TV networks were squeamish about showing a toilet on TV. I mean, I get, I get, I get a closed toilet, I feel like it's fine. And op- if, you're, if you're seeing bowl... You're seeing bowl. You've gone too far. It's a lot to take in. It's a lot to take in. I get that. Uh, also, just fun fact that I didn't know, Ann B. Davis, actually like a few, um, like a, a couple other actors, when she took the role of Alice, she was already a huge star. She had two Emmys. She had a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Like, oh, this my was, God. Yeah. She For was, what? Uh, she played um, a comedic role on this show called The Bob Cummings Show. Wow. And Robert Reed was like, isn't that the That's dad right. Robert Reed? He's yeah. like a true like Shakespearean actor That's and right. hated yeah. doing the Brady Bunch. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right. You're doing great. You're doing thank great. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Okay. So what, what's happening here? Okay. You're oh, so oh, close. Oh. Okay. So I have to get three to so get the money. Close. Um, there's money, right? Oh, there's, um, there's a ton oh my of money. Goodness. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take Carol. Florence Henderson, who played the mom, Carol Brady. Was the first woman to guest host The Tonight Show. Agree or disagree? Disagree. I'm sorry, that is actually true. She guest hosted between Jack Parr and Johnny Carson. Wow. So she was a pre-Johnny guest host. Okay. I was thinking it was you were, you know, teeing me up for Joan Rivers. I know it that's what it sounds like. I did not know that as well. God, I'm really this is bad. I will take Peter for the win. In the infamous Oh My Nose episode of The Brady Bunch, middle son Peter was supposed to accidentally hit Marsha in the face with a football. 
Actor Christopher Knight nailed the throw in the first take. Agree or disagree? <laughs> I'm going to say disagree. You're correct. He couldn't yes. do it at all, in fact. Oh, so they, yeah. they had a producer step in to throw the football, and the producer actually got it on the first try. <laughs> wow. Okay, okay. Probably had been waiting to do that for a long time. Exactly. I sense some anger. <laughs> Uh, you did amazing. You clearly know Thank your you. Brady facts. Thank you so much for uh, joining us. Thank you, John Early. That was so fun. Thank you so much. John Early co-stars in the show Search Party on HBO Max. Ask Me Another's house musician is Jonathan Colton. Hey, my name anagrams to Thou Jolta Cannon. Our puzzles written by our staff, along with Camilla Franklin, Emily Winter, and senior writer Karen Lurie, with additional material by Ashley Brooke Roberts and Kara Weinberger. Ask Me Another is produced by Travis Larchuk, Kiara Powell, Nancy Seichow, James Sparber, and Romel Wood. Our senior supervising producer is Rachel Neal, and our bosses' bosses are Steve Nelson and Anya Grunman. Thanks to our production partner, WNYC. I'm Harai Begonias. Oh, Vera Eisenberg. And this was Ask Me Another from NPR. Hey, happy to hear you're still listening. And since you're still here, why not pop over to Apple Podcasts and write us a review? We love to hear from you, and it helps others find out about our show. For additional information about new episodes, upcoming live shows, road shows, and bonus games, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Thanks. Next time on Ask Me Another, from behind the fringe, we'll have country musician Orville Peck. And from the podcast Crazy in Bed, comedians Alyssa Lapiris and Mae Wilkerson will play some of our nerdy games. Plus, three busy Debras, Mitra Johari, and the Golden Ones, Whitmer Thomas, will bring the laughs. So join me on NPR's Ask Me Another, the answer to life's funnier questions. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Acorn TV. Acorn TV is brilliant television told brilliantly. From charmingly cozy mysteries to daringly dark dramas. Visit acorn.tv for a 30-day free trial with promo code NPR. Acorn TV. Brilliant. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Rosetta Stone, an expert in language learning for 30 years. Right now, NPR listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership to 25 different languages for 50% off. Learn more at rosettastone.com NPR. It's a high-stakes election year, so it's not enough to just follow along. You need to understand what's happening so you are fully informed come November. Every weekday on the NPR Politics Podcast, our political reporters break down important stories and backstories from the campaign trail so you understand why it matters to you. Listen to the NPR Politics Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.